0: Turn it around
1: to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara.
0: It says, who in the days of his flesh, this is Hebrews 5, 7, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up, when Jesus had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cry and tears to him who was able to save him from death. Wow, Jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane. Now the heat of the moment was serious. It was very hot that Jesus even pleaded with his disciples, as his disciples, stay with me, pray with me, watch with me. He said, I am sad, I am sorrowful, even sorrowful unto death, stay with me. And Jesus bowed down, praying with vehement cries and tears to him, to God, to his father, who was able to save him from death and was heard. Because of his godly fear. Wow. God answered his prayers. Amen. He prayed unto his father. Save me from death. He cried. He wept. He prayed with vehement cries. I don't know how that's, uh, what that sounds like. Vehement. Like mmm or something like that. In agony. In agony. He prayed in pain. Vehement cries. He Cried to God to save him from death. And the scriptures say he was heard. Wow. God answered his. God saved him from death. Hmm. God saved him from death. His father saved him from death. What kind of death did his father save him from? What kind of death did he have victory over? Because he went to the cross. He still died. So did God really save him from death? What kind of death? did god did his father save him from because he still went to the cross and he died so what kind of death what what was he praying for what was he asking god to save him from what kind of death was jesus asking god to save him from and if you are going to pray the same prayer what kind of death will you be asking god to save you from i wouldn't think you'll be asking god that you will not die physically amen because jesus christ was not saying that God should save him. That his father should save him from dying on the cross. He was not praying for that. Because that's why he came anyway. He came to die on the cross. So he was not praying that God should save him from the cross. He was praying for something different. Hallelujah. Who can save anyone from death? Your uncle cannot save you from death. Even your uncle is under the power of death. Your rich father can not save you from No man can save you from death. Only God can save you from death. And that's why Jesus prayed to his God to save him from death. But you see what? Jesus did not just pray to God because God was God. He prayed to God because God was also his father. Amen. Sonship is very, very important. If you look at Hebrews 5 verse 8, it says, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. He obeyed though he had to suffer. He obeyed, though he had to suffer. And in suffering, he obeyed. And in obedience, he overcame death. Listen to this. That verse 8 that says, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. It's, It's only in being a son that you can be saved from death. It's only in being a son of God that you can be saved from death. What does this mean? Because when you are a son of God, you have the Spirit of God. He that is born of the flesh is flesh. If you are just born of your father and your mother, if you are just born of a woman, as the scripture, as Jesus Christ tells of John the Baptist, of all those who are born of women, John the Baptist is the greatest of all. So those who are born of women, those who are born of men, those who are born of the will of the flesh, they are flesh. But those who are born of God, A spirit because God is a spirit. So those who are born of God, those who are children of God, have the spirit of Whoever is born of the spirit is spirit. If you are born of God, you are a spirit like God. Meaning you have the spirit of God. Amen. If you have the spirit of God, it means you have the life of God. And if you have the life of God, then your father can raise you from death. Amen. That is why Jesus rose from death. That is why he could pray, he could ask his father, Save me from death. Save me from the power of death. Not just because God was God over him, but God was his father. If you don't have God as your father, he cannot raise you. He won't raise you from death because you don't have his spirit. It's only the spirit of God that can overcome death. It's only the spirit of God that can rise from the dead. Amen. Amen. So it's only those who have the spirit of God that can actually resurrect, that can have resurrection. Jesus prayed unto God, unto his father. He obeyed, though he had to suffer. And in suffering, he obeyed. He obeyed, though he had to suffer. He knew that suffering was coming. He obeyed. And in suffering, he obeyed. And in obedience, he overcame. Amen hallelujah yes we can see suffering jesus could see suffering coming even though he could see suffering even though he could see that no this is difficult he obeyed amen i want to tell you that though that thing may seem difficult almost impossible to do it you could see that this is really very difficult would you have the mind of obedience have the mind of obedience obey god even before the suffering and in suffering. Stay in obedience. In obedience, you will overcome. Amen. God saved Jesus from the power of death because Jesus was a Son of God who had the life of God that cannot die. You cannot be saved from death unless you are a Son of God. Did you hear that? You cannot be saved from death unless you are a Son of God. You cannot have victory over death unless you are a child of God. It's only those who are children of God that have the spirit of God. And those who have the spirit of God have the life of God. They have eternal life that cannot die. Amen. So, Jesus was not asking God to save him from dying on the cross. He was asking God, his father, to save him from the spirit of death, from Satan. Amen. Hallelujah. So when Jesus Christ died physically, his spirit man who possessed the spirit of God, who possessed eternal life that cannot die, went to the grave, went to the kingdom of Satan, and battled principalities and power. And the scripture says, he spoiled principalities and power. And he made an open show of them. He triumphed over them because of the spirit of God. Because of the life of God that he possessed. We also, you also, if you are a Christian, you possess the life of God, you have the life of God, you have the spirit of God, you have overcome principalities and powers. Because the head of all principalities and powers, Jesus has overcome them. Amen. In fact, the scripture says that we that have believed in Christ Jesus have been raised up together with him and we have been made to sit together in heavenly places over principalities and powers is an exalted place that we have been placed in in Christ Jesus amen the lord is speaking to us on the great conflict the victory of life over death the victory of life over death in matthew 11, 12 which is scripture that we looked at throughout our prayer with fasting week. In Matthew 11:12. the scripture says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. In this scripture, the Lord Jesus Christ describes for us a conflict between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of hell, between the kingdom of life and the kingdom of death, between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. This conflict... This conflict that Jesus Christ describes here is not a conflict over money. It may seem like that. It's not a conflict over possession. It's not a conflict, political, legal, social, or economic conflict. The conflict is over life, the real life, the life of God. The conflict is over the souls of men. The conflict is between life and death. Why? Because john the baptist that was one of the people that was involved in this conflict was preaching words preaching saying repent for the kingdom of god is at hand he was saying, repent for the kingdom of god the kingdom of life is at hand so the devil who noticed that people were rushing to the kingdom of god many people coming to john the baptist to be baptized of him Coming to John the Baptist to repent of their sins. Coming to John the Baptist so that they could enter the kingdom of God. And we saw that the kingdom of God was advancing. And the devil saw that the kingdom of God was advancing. So the devil and his ghost attacked the kingdom of God. You see, the devil is not so much interested in destroying your physical possession. He's not so much interested in destroying or attacking your health and your wealth. The devil is interested in getting you not to be saved, or if you are saved, to get you out of the house of God, to denounce God. That's what the devil is after. The devil is after your life, your life, your real life. The devil wants to prevent you from having the real life or living the real life. Amen. The devil was not so much after the health and the wealth of Job. When the devil, when Satan attacked, His wealth and his health. We all know the suffering of Job. What the devil was after was that Job will curse God. Job will denounce God. That Job will leave God. That's what the devil was after. Remember what the devil said? If you will just let me touch him. And let me destroy his things. Let me destroy his life and make him sick. He is going to curse you to your face. That's what the devil said. That was Satan said to God. And God said, "Ah, I know him. He's not serving me because of these things. He's not serving me because of his health. He's not serving me because you know I've blessed him. He's not serving me because of the blessings that I give him. That's not why he's serving me. God knew his servant and God trusted Job. So the devil went ahead and attacked everything, destroyed everything you know his possessions destroy his wealth and destroyed his health he was so sick i don't know for how many days but he was so sick unto death but he refused to denounce god he refused to leave the house of god he refused to bow to the devil Hallelujah. Will you trust God that much?
1: We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave. in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave. in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m. Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling